real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast. Be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your free copy of my first two books, Frugalpreneur and Authorpreneur, by going to thesarahstjohn.com forward slash free. That's T-H-E-S-A-R-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N dot com forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Sarah St. John, and my guest today is a film director and producer with years of professional experience. He has directed and produced music videos for big name artists and now produces commercials. Welcome to the show, Mike Vanelli. Thanks so much, Sarah. Glad to be here. <laughs> I'm curious, what big name artists have you worked with? So when I was kind of starting out, I did music videos for people like Three Six Mafia and Wiz Khalifa and Machine Gun Kelly, like a lot of rappers. Mm. <laughs> I just, uh, a buddy of mine was one of their like assistant audio engineers and he worked for Sony and then he he kind of said, hey, they're looking to bring somebody on to direct some of these music videos for some people because I guess they had somebody else and they went to do other stuff. And so he said, can you come in and maybe take over? And so, so I did. So I was doing that for probably like three or four years. Oh, wow. So were you doing video before he asked you to do that or? Yeah. So I, I was doing just like freelance video, kind of whatever I could get my hands on, whether that's ads or wedding videos or music videos or literally whatever people would pay me to point a camera at, that, you know, I would do. So. So how did you get interested into videography and things like that? I've just kind of always been interested in it. My parents say that when I was little, I picked up a camera and started filming and I've kind of just always been into it and always wanted to do it as a career. So so you you skipped right over photography and went straight for video. <laughs> yeah, I dabbled in photography. And right now we even we do photography like on a as needed or requested basis. But that's not what I like to do. I mean, I do like to do it. But <laughs> That's not my forte, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then how did you transition from like music videos into commercials? So it just got to a point where I was doing so many music videos that I just kind of wanted to do something different because there's only so many formats to different music videos, especially in hip hop, R&B and rap. There's so many formats that you can do. So I feel like I exhausted all of those formats and I was kind of just rinsing and repeating when it came to making the music videos. And I tried to think of something that people would also say, here's money, make this. And other than things like uh, music videos, commercials were kind of the next logical thing. And because there's zillions of products out there, doing product and brand commercials was kind of exciting because we get to do something different all the time. So what different companies have you worked with for commercials? I know you have several commercials listed on your website. I recognize some of the names of the companies, but just curious if if you want to name some of the ones. Sure. Yeah. So we've done to date, we've done over 2000 ads for lots of different brands and companies and, and products. 
Some of the more notable companies we've done stuff for is HP Enterprise, so Hewitt Packard, the computer company, Togo Sandwiches, Rakuten, DoorDash, Bumble, and some other ones that like uh, Gibraltar Mailboxes, which you probably don't recognize the brand, but if you go to like Home Depot or Lowe's and you go to Mailboxes, those are all them. So, so yeah, so those are kind of some of the more notable ones. So how do you get those deals? Like, do you just approach different companies or do they just find you or referral? So I'd say about, I'd say about 80% of people find us and we've worked really hard over the years, kind of building a presence online, I guess, but we also use a lot of Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter and LinkedIn advertising. So when people type in brand video or I need a product video or this or, or I need a commercial for my for my business, then we're hoping that we pop up and they message us saying, hey, we need this. This is our company. This is our brand. So are they more like ad commercial ads like that you would put on Facebook or something like that versus TV commercials? Yeah, we occasionally do TV commercials, but because advertising online is kind of where it's at. That's like 99% of what we do. And we like to say that we make the videos that people tend to skip over in front of YouTube videos. So (laughs) those kind of videos. (laughs) So And then people know exactly like what type of videos those are, just those kind of ads. So are they usually like 30 seconds or are they longer than that? Yeah, they're they're normally, I'd say between 30 seconds and one minute. Within the last couple of years, Amazon's really been like pushing their having videos on their product pages on like amazon.com. So we've been doing actually a lot of those. So when you go to a product page on Amazon, they have all the pictures and then they have a video on the last tile. And we've been doing a lot of those recently as well. Oh, wow. So how long does it take to film like a 30 second or one minute video? Is it like a, a full day to get that? I mean, I guess the filming is one thing, but then you have to edit it and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So we we kind of pride ourselves on how streamlined we have the process compared to, say, some other companies that we know do the exact same thing that we do. And kind of the thing that makes us unique is we pretty much say that if you've got 30 days, then we can make a custom video from scratch for you. Basically, once we take the info or once we get the info from uh, a creative brief that we send the client, they send all their info. It takes us about 10 days for our in-house writer to write the script. And then we go back and forth a little bit for approval to maybe uh, make some tweaks because obviously the client knows their product better than we do. And then one of the things that makes us unique is we actually have our own studio. So we have our own standing sets. We have a lot of sets that we made specifically for commercials that you see a lot in commercials. So we have like a living room, a kitchen, a coffee shop, a office, like a plain white background. So a lot of a lot of very like stuff that you would see people using stuff in commercials. And so we have those all set up. They're all pre-lit, so we don't have to light everything. We have all our own gear. We own our own gear, so we don't need to go out and rent. And then we also have a roster of kind of vetted actors that we've used in a lot of videos that have a very kind of like generic commercial look so we don't have to cast every time and then we also have uh in-house writer in-house post-production and on and on so pretty much we know that a lot of people doing the same thing as us have to go through multiple things they they have to they may write in-house but then they have to find a location they have to do a casting they have to go into post-production they have to rent their gear all that and since we all have that under one roof then we can pretty much knock out a full thing 
in 30 days. And that's like a custom video that we're making just for them. It's not just like cookie cutter or, or whatever. And normally we have about, we have between like, I would say 50 and 100 videos going on at one time, uh, 100 projects. And yeah, so we we actually film, we used to film like two times a week, but because of everything going on, we're scaled down to one time a week, but we just film in an eight hour day. We're in our studio. Since everything's there, we don't need to leave. We normally shoot between like five and 10 commercials a day. Mm. So, oh wow, yeah. And, and our actors are great because we, they're kind of different than other um, actors where, you know, they get one script and one call sheet where we send them the call sheet, but then they get 10 scripts with it and they know like, okay, we got to, we got to know a lot of, a lot of lines this week for, and then we just shoot all the videos. Oh, wow. And so then when the videos are done, then do you have like different teams or different people that you then send for the editing? Like you send a couple of commercials to this person and then, or what, what is no. So we have, we do all of our editing in house. So we have our head of post-production. He, he edits full videos, but he also does kind of the finishing touches on videos where like he adds like um, a lot of the more complicated graphics or he adds the music and he does all the color correction. He does all like kind of the finishing touches. And then we have people in studio as well to uh, be his like assistant editors to assemble the videos and ingest the footage and, and kind of do all the all the not menial tasks, but do all the busy work. And then he goes and finishes that up to uh, deliver it to the client. Oh, okay. So when a client comes to you at first, do they have an idea of how they want the commercial to look or like some of the lines or anything? Or do y'all just come up with it from scratch? Or I guess it probably varies. Yeah, I'd say it's about 50-50. So I'd say half the time, uh, people either... It's very rare that a client comes with a full script. This is what we want. Can you do this? Normally, they either have all the dialogue that they want and they... Uh, need us to polish the dialogue and also kind of do all the visuals. So they say, here's what we want it to say, but we're not sure how we want it to look. Or they do the opposite where they say, here's an example of a video we really like the look of, but we still need all the dialogue written or we still need all the voiceover written. And then sometimes people come to us and just say, hey, we have this product and you guys are the pros. Can you can you make a commercial for it? So, so how does one decide that they need a commercial or that they should have a commercial? I mean, within the lab, we try to keep up to date on advertising trends because stuff is always changing in the advertising world. And we try to keep up to date on what's working and what's not working so that we can deliver that for our clients the best and give them the best video that converts. And we, we always kind of tell people and whenever we're talking with anyone, we say that video nowadays is the best converting thing online. So for instance, when you're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or really anywhere, if it has a video, you're more likely to, to watch it or view it or ingest it. So for instance, more people are more likely to watch a YouTube video on a certain subject than to read, a say, a uh, blog post. And so we pretty much say like video content is king when it comes to when it comes to getting your message across or get your brand or product across because it's not just it's not just one sided it's two sided so it's not only you watching the video but it's somebody kind of talking to you about the product rather than just you reading an article about it mhm yeah that's what i keep hearing is that like whether it's youtube or facebook live or 
Facebook videos or ads or even now TikTok and all that stuff. It's like (laughs) people, I think people are, it it causes people to to stop scrolling, I guess. (laughs) Yep, exactly. So do y'all do any of those like animated videos as well? Like I forget what they're called. Whiteboards? Yeah, stuff like that. No, we we kind of pride ourselves on not doing that because whenever we talk to clients, we always tell them that, hey, you'll get a custom video from us. It won't be like, it won't be what other people have. So the animated videos and the whiteboard videos, they're great. We're not, we're not saying the people who do them, that they're not cookie cutter, but they kind of are. So unless you're getting something like custom animated with custom characters and blah, 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 but not a lot of people do that. So we just, again, we pride ourselves on doing everything custom and from the ground up so that we're not taking pieces from old projects and, and all that. Mm-hmm. And can you explain explainer videos? <laughs> <laughs> sure. So there's kind of, there's two kinds of videos that people tend to make for ads nowadays, at least there's a commercial video and explainer video. So what we like to say is with commercial videos, they tend to focus more on the story than the actual product itself. So the, I guess the uh, product kind of revolves around the story when it comes to that. So maybe quick, quick features of the product, or maybe just like touching on the product a little bit, but it's focused more on the story or maybe a metaphor for the product, something like that. And those are normally shorter. So between 30 seconds and a minute, and those are really meant to grab their attention. Explainer videos are when you really want to give a lot of information about the product, like a lot of features, a lot of like how to's, a lot of a lot of things about the product. And so it's not so much about the story. So in that case, we say that with an explainer video, the story revolves around the product. So the product comes first, and then the story is kind of just there to help along the product. And where with commercials, it's kind of the other way around, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does. So I guess it depends on what, if it's something that's kind of complicated, I guess, Uh or more of, I guess, a product maybe would be for an explainer video versus a commercial. Yeah. I mean, it it just really depends because we've done videos for, we've done commercials for other things and explainer videos for other things. So it really just depends on, on what the client's looking for, because some people, some people with physical products, they'll want a commercial and they'll want more. Uh, for instance, we we did this campaign for a coffee company and they they wanted a commercial video. And so really it was just kind of a lot of a lot of the commercials we did were people waking up in the morning and getting to work and kind of going through their day and and having fun with people and and doing all this other stuff. And then at the very end, it shows the the coffee like helped them at the beginning of the day. So it really didn't revolve around the coffee at all. It kind of showed like the storyline. And that was for an actual product. And we've done explainer videos for services where it's just for an online service and just explains a lot about the service. So so it can really go in, in either direction. Oh, okay. Uh, and then how do you boost sales with a video commercial? So pretty much like I kind of touched on before, video content's king. So when you're showing a video on YouTube or, or on uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, just everywhere. Again, it's it's to make people stop and watch and learn. So basically, they are learning more about your product, their or business or service, they're kind of educating themselves, and they're actually seeing it in use and, and being able to relate to it saying, Oh, hey, like I said, with the coffee, Oh, hey, uh, maybe I'm 
I can't wake up very well in the morning. And these people look like they're waking up really easily. So maybe I need this coffee. So rather than just, you know, seeing a picture of somebody drinking coffee, they can actually see, they can actually see the product in use. It's not just a picture, a, a static picture or an article or, or something like that. So just, again, it, it, it seems really simplistic, but it kind of is where if you have a video, then it does convert better than the other types of media and mediums out there. So and that just equals a, a boost in sales. And do you do any like caption? Because I know a lot of people, they say, well, people might be scrolling through Facebook or YouTube or what? Well, probably not YouTube when they're at work. Is that okay? Like Instagram. But yeah. <laughs> and like they can't listen to it. So they just read the captions. Do you do that at all? Or is yeah, we can do that. Normally it's by request. So some clients will say, Hey, can you do uh can you do subtitles on it? And and yeah, we'll we'll do subtitles. Or some clients actually either if they don't want any of that, then they'll just say, Hey, can you just do music only? So that can you create a commercial that doesn't really need any dialogue and can all be kind of shown through visuals. And so we really don't need any any dialogue. So when people are scrolling, they get exactly what we're trying to come across without even needing to hear any dialogue or read any dialogue. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So what tips would you have for someone to be able to get their video out there and have it seen more? So one one thing that we kind of picked up from another marketing person that that we work with sometimes is he has like he has a thing it's with Instagram specifically but it does work on some other platforms it's called the well he calls it the 30 day $30 rule and basically what that is is it's just about boosting posts so for instance if you have a video that you uploaded on Instagram or maybe you want to drive people to your Instagram profile or even like a YouTube video that you did and you want people when they click on your Instagram ad to go to your YouTube video. And again, this it, it is paid, but it's the reason we really like what he was talking about is because it's not that much money for the amount of uh, for the amount of conversions you get. So for instance, on Instagram, the least amount of time that you can have a boosted post running and the least amount of money you can do for a boosted post is one day and one dollar. And so you can even do automatic. So it looks at your audience that you already have, like the people already follow or that are already following you. And it can just kind of create an audience based off those people. So similar people. So all you do is you do, I want to boost this uh, picture or this video for one day for $1 and automatic. And then it usually get between like 300 to 600 conversions on that. So, so people actually seeing it and most of the time tapping on it or liking your page or whatever. And so if you do that one time a day for 30 days, then you only spent $30 and you're getting thousands of of, uh, views and conversions that way. And it's just a really easy, it takes like two minutes on your phone. And, you know, that also works for some of the other, some of the other apps and platforms as well. So other than Instagram and Facebook, where would you recommend people placing their videos? So YouTube is probably one of the best places, the YouTube pre-roll ads. And we do tell, we do tell the clients that, to not skip an ad that it has to be 30 seconds or less. And so what a lot of clients have ended up doing recently is they normally have us make two versions of the ad. They have us do a 30 second version for the non-skippable YouTube ad. And then they have us do a longer version, which they can put on their YouTube, they can put on their website, they can put wherever. And then so that way the, the ad can't be skippable if they make it that way. You do have to set up like some Google 
Google Ad Ad Manager, yeah, <laughs> on the back end to like set up ads and things like that. But I think that YouTube Studio has like an easy way of promoting ads or promoting videos as ads now, just from your uh, YouTube profile. So they made it a lot easier. But YouTube still reigns king on uh, when it comes to watching videos and. Because people watch so many videos, just having a free roll ad is a really good idea. Facebook is also good, but they're a lot more, they're one of the most expensive places to get views. Mm. So yeah. can you explain the, the skippable and non-skippable and the 30 seconds versus, I think I kind of understand it, but not, I don't do a whole lot sure. of stuff with YouTube. <laughs> sure. So for instance, if you go to watch a YouTube video and you're not a uh, YouTube premium subscriber, then normally there's an ad in front of your video. And so normally the ads are longer than 30 seconds. So you get the little skip icon in the lower right. And so you just skip it and then you get to watch your, your YouTube video that you wanted to watch. However, you can make uh, ads that are 30 seconds or less that you put up on there. And then you can set them as not skippable. Mm. And so what that means is that if the person, say, wants to watch the newest cat video on YouTube, then they have to watch that full 30 second ad before they can watch their the video that they wanted to watch. So by doing that, they they might have gotten a new customer from having that person have to watch that 30 second video and maybe saying, oh, you know, this is kind of relevant to me. Let me let me look more into this before I watch watch the video that I was watching. Rather than uh, if it's longer than 30 seconds, I think you still have to watch the ad for five seconds, but then you can skip it. And usually five seconds is not long enough to really grab a viewer. Occasionally it is, but normally not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't know about that. So does that cost more than I assume to set it as non-skippable? I know that it, it used to cost a little bit more, but I think the return on investment is pretty worth it because you are getting somebody to watch your full video rather than just a couple seconds. So if it costs a little bit more, you're probably making that in return, getting customers that way. Mm -hmm. So how do they determine what videos to put the ads in front of? Like, is that all come down to like keyword targeting or something? Yeah, I mean, Google owns YouTube. So Google is in the business of kind of, uh, of getting the most information out of you as they can, which the reason why Gmail is free is because they don't read your emails directly, but they do see where you're, say, buying stuff from. You're buying stuff from Target or, or Amazon or whatever. And they are seeing what videos you're watching on YouTube. Say if you just say if you need a new, I don't know, a new ladder for your house or for your construction job and you're looking on YouTube for for ladder reviews, then they are or you're Googling ladders at Home Depot, then they are seeing all of that that you're that you're searching for. So when you go on YouTube, they might they might put an ad up for a new ladder company or an or a new uh, ladder product or accessories for a ladder. And so really, it's targeting people that way. And it's gotten pretty smart. Uh, there have been times where I've uh, sat through full ads because they've targeted me pretty well. And and I got interested in, in whatever product they were trying to push me with the ad. So then it's not so much on the person who's submitting the ad on like keywords and stuff. It's like Google knows your search yeah. history. And, and then if you have Gmail, it knows where you're shopping and stuff. And then I guess the video itself that they're trying to watch, it, it probably tries to align it with that subject matter. 
Right. Yeah. They you can put in some keywords and and some some things to to look for and and you can get really specific in it, but a lot of people, unless they know exactly what they're doing, unless they're like advertising gurus or whatever, then a lot of people just let Google kind of do do what they do best, and that's to target ads. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I guess it works like Facebook in that you're only getting charged when your ad shows, basically. Or yeah, yeah, there are uh, there are different kind of actions that you can take and they do cost more depending on what they do. So for instance, the least amount of money to spend is if you just want people to see your video regardless if they click on it or not. So so that's kind of the least amount because you're not guaranteed that you're getting a lead from it. But if you want to pay more, then you can get charged every time somebody actually clicks on your video, but then you're paying for that click and that's and that costs more than just somebody viewing it. But at least you know that if they're clicking on it, they're actually going to your website. They're they're interested in you rather than just watching the video. Mm, okay. And how many video commercials do you recommend a company or brand have? Would they just need one or maybe one per product? Or I guess it would depend on what they are. Yeah. Yeah, it just depends. So for instance, if you have, say, if you say have a product, you might want a couple different videos to see which converts best. So which people, which video people are actually watching, and then maybe double down and get some more of that just to build more content. If you have a big catalog of videos, then yeah, it's a good idea to get get a video for each one. So we're working with this, I, I guess they're kind of a spa company. So they sell, uh, they sell things like foot soaks and, you know, nail softeners and and things like that. So so they have a whole catalog of kind of a different self self-care product line. And so we're doing like 50 plus commercials for them right now because they have such a vast catalog and they want a video for for each of their Amazon pages, each of their website pages so that when somebody clicks on their on their product page, they can also watch a video on it. And then we've also done videos for for people that we only do one video for them and it's a really, really good video and it's kind of evergreen and their product doesn't change and they've been using it for five years. Wow, 50 videos, one for each product. I would think that would get pretty expensive or do you have Mm -hmm. some kind of like package deal or something? I mean, we try to keep ourselves pretty affordable for for a lot of clients. And again, it, it really comes down to like what I was talking about earlier where because everything's in-house, because we have our own studio and our own sets and our own actors and our own in-house creative and our own equipment, we're not going outside for any of those. So that's how we can really bring costs down and, and bring budgets down so that we can be really budget-friendly to to people, whether they're a startup, whether they're working out of the garage, whether they uh, all the way up to the big companies like I named earlier. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, and I don't know if you want to say, but what your favorite commercial is that you've done, or maybe a few of your favorites, if you have favorites. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we do like all the commercials that we make, <laughs> so we wouldn't we wouldn't deliver them if we didn't. You know, there have been a, a couple commercials that we've done that we that we do like. One was for a uh, bidet company. It was kind of a awareness commercial because a lot of people in the United States they don't use bidets, but a lot of people overseas that's it's it's very common. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a that was kind of a awareness commercial for saying, hey, these exist and these are what they can do. <laughs> a couple other ones we've done are one was a uh, 
a can or a photo sharing app, kind of like Instagram, but a little more a little more closed. So just within tight friends. And basically, we had to we had to show that it's never been easy sharing photos between friends until this app. And so we went through different eras of time. So we went through like the 80s with people with their Polaroid cameras. And and it was the same cast for each time. So they were dressed in all 80s with Polaroid cameras. And then we dressed the cast in like 19, 1920s. And, and they all had those big, those big box cameras that looked like a big box with a lens on the front and like the and the fireworks for a, a flash and stuff. And so we had all that and, and, uh, that was, that was a pretty fun one, but yeah, those are, those are a couple, but again, we've, we've done over 2000 ads <laughs> to date. So, so it's, uh, at this point it's starting to get hard to keep track of some, even our accounts manager comes to me sometimes saying, Hey, we have this client and they were wondering if we've ever done a video for insert product here. And if so, could we send them a couple examples? And I have to turn to like my, uh, my head of post-production and say, have, have we done one of those? And he's like, um, I'm, let me, let me check. And it turns out we did four of them and just forgot. Do you have those ones that you're talking about? Do you have them on your website? Yeah. yeah Okay. I'll have to check those out. That's funny about the bidet. The only time I've ever seen a bidet in person was in Rome in our hotel room. Mm. And I kept thinking about trying it, but I, <laughs> I never, I never did, and now I kind of regret it because I'm like, why was I so afraid of that? But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate your time today. I think it's been a lot of good information. And was there anything else you wanted to go over that we hadn't discussed yet? No, I think that's, I think that's uh, been pretty, been pretty uh, detailed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if people want to find you. They can go to thinkenvy.com. Your company is actually Envy Creative, but the website is thinkenvy.com. And then I'll also have show notes at thesaracinejohn.com forward slash thinkenvy. Sounds good. Thanks so much. If you enjoyed and found value from this episode, I'd greatly appreciate it if you rate, review, subscribe, and share at ratethispodcast.com forward slash frugalpreneur. Until next time. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack. Connect with fellow listeners. Share your thoughts on episodes. Engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.